Listener Production. The creators of this podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which it is recorded. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people are the first storytellers of this land. We pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, as well as any Indigenous people who may be listening today. The following episode of TOEFOP is rated MA for mature audiences. It may contain sexual references, time travel references, allegations of bin misconduct, and mild coarse language. TOEFOP advises that this episode is not suitable for anyone under the age of 15 or anyone who thinks a comedy conversation between two old mates sounds like a terrible idea for a show. Minors must be accompanied by a parent or guardian. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax, this is Tofop. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. Hello and thank you for watching. You also did, people might not have heard this, but they probably can hear it, which was you just going, oh, how do I do this? Good confidence <laughs> while, start man. to 2023. Oh, man. I... I severely underestimated the amount of time it was going to get me to set up my podcasting equipment today because it's all just been packed away. I've been traveling all over the place and I didn't know when I would need it. I haven't needed it as it's turned out. So it's remained in this little suitcase all packed up. And then today I was like- Is it the like, Zoom H6 still? Are you like, is it still yes. the Zoom H6? Yeah. This is, you were like, like one of those old Westerns. You're like the the gunslinger who's, you know, he's just got I his old trusty six-shooter. You won't give it up because <laughs> the aim's perfect. I'm <laughs> going to do something that's very risky, but for those who are watching the video of this, um, you will see that it does not even have a back on it. <laughs> the back has fallen off my Zoom. I, I do not have a replacement back, and so I can't put any batteries in it, so it only works when I'm plugged into the computer. You'll also notice, if I turn it around, that it is in socket three, not one, two, three, one, two, or four that are available because three is the only one that still manages to pick up sound. So, oh, really? That's yeah. that's adorable. So, like all the other ports have died, and you've They're got this died. old fella. They're gone. They've moved <laughs> on. <laughs> You're like oh, you trusty, trusty, lucky number three. <laughs> You you feel like though you know if if you don't use it you don't give him purpose he's just going to pack it in it's like you know you got to keep sort of old people active and in the community and involved you know maybe get some younger podcast equipment around for to interact I'll send the roadcaster over to well, hang I, out I, with the H six I, I think I think you're absolutely right though man because. Like we could do it like that, um, you know, a, a retirement home for four-year-olds or whatever that show is where they get little kids in to look after the old people. Maybe I just need to like have the Zoom sitting around with the more modern podcasting equipment yeah. and like reinvigorate it. Because get him a younger girlfriend. <laughs> Maybe he's having a midlife crisis. Oh, I think we're well past midlife crisis. I think this is very much retirement home. He Like he's lost all his friends. He had three other right. friends. They're all gone. <laughs> and only really number one and number two lived. If I've got to be honest with you, I'm not sure I ever used number four. I think number four died unused. (laughs) Your H6 is like, well, back in my day, we didn't shoot video. We didn't need to shoot video. Audio was enough. Exactly. And it is still enough for me. But I had to get the old boy out of the suitcase today and set it all up. And it took a little longer than I thought it was going to. 
Yeah, I um I have been podcasting uh, uh, on and off. Well, I've been recording the intros and the outros for our best ofs. They're all still available if anyone wants to go back and check them out at tofop.com. Um, but Mike uh, would send me like a list of, oh, this is the, the, the clips I've put together. And then I would sort of, it's weird. We've done so many episodes of this show. We do so many episodes of our other footy show, dad pod and stuff. But being on holiday and in holiday mode, podcast Mike asked me to record a two-minute introduction was the hardest shit I'd ever have to do. Like I literally, you know what? I actually, you came to mind because I've heard some intros from you when you're doing philosophy or, you know, a fofop or something where you're promoting shows and you just sort of trail off and can't remember what you're talking about and apologize and, and you don't cut it out. And so there'd be a few times where I'm like, and this is a clip about Will and I talking about the band Five and I don't honestly, I, I can't, I've got nothing to say. It's it, Here's the clip. Mate, I'm one, I'm one take Anderson, and the reason I'm one take is I know the second take won't be any better than the first take, so you might as well get what we're going with at that point. Uh, so I, uh, I I have been in podcast uh, mode doing some Two Guys, One Cups and some Fofops. I've been pre-recording a few, a few of those. Um, but I didn't realise how much I missed Tofop until – being like, because it's been, even though it's only been like a, a month for people listening, it's been about six weeks, maybe longer since we actually recorded. And the amount of time- And we haven't break, seen each other. Like, and we I haven't mean, seen each other. And we have not seen each other at all. We haven't had a conversation in, in six weeks, like of any kind. And like, if this podcast has any particular theme or purpose, it's really just been that we've had a weekly conversation for 14 years. You know, that's really the only theme, consistent theme of what we've been doing. So the idea that we have not- talk to each other is I've like I've got no idea what's going like everything could have changed in your life and I just would not know. Yeah, well nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly my my predilection for telling boring, rambling stories that no one wants to hear, Will, because there's been so many things I've thought of or observed in the six weeks that we have been apart that I've started to uh, talk about with someone else and they shut me down within like the first 60 seconds. I don't want to hear this. Is there a chance, Charlie, that I've been enabling you? Like, (laughs) do you have terrible conversational skills? Are you a naturally boring person and everybody else has created this podcast universe just so you have a place for the stories and they don't have to hear them? I think that could be it. Like, I honestly think that there is a purpose being served by this podcast, which is leading me to a down a path of self-discovery. Like, I did a pod with James Clement, Mr. Sunday Movies, a faux fop before, uh, just before the break. It's a very good one, actually. I recommend people go and check that out. This is how good it was. I have been having a break from the Weekly Planet, not for any particular reason, just you know what it's like. You just go in and out of things. And I have, like, in the last six weeks binged i think every episode i hadn't listened to of the weekly planet from this year geez that's a good show those guys are so good at podcasting (laughs) like i'm glad i didn't listen to it last year because it might have put me off i might have (laughs) quit i might have been like oh this is what the rest of the industry is doing we really are phoning it in (laughs) yeah that's so true but when James was on um, Fofop, he asked me, because uh, we talked about like attention deficit disorder, and he asked me if I'd ever thought maybe I have ADHD. And I was like, oh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's sort of crossed my mind, but I've never really thought about it. Uh, but since then, not only have I been doing a lot of research on it, but I've had a lot of listeners write in, uh, listeners who suffer from ADHD, who <laughs> say, Charlie, you are the textbook case of ADHD. So in two weeks, 
I'm uh, uh, I'm doing a consultation to find out if maybe I've ADHD, which would explain a lot of this show. <laughs> I mean, but what if they fix it? What if they medicate you and the show goes away? Like one of the side effects is that you might not. We've just signed a contract. Like we, we, <laughs> we this is a terrible time for you to sort your shit out. <laughs> I mean, it cost cost us financially if you get your head right. Well, I um I Sorry. sort of have already made the decision that I don't I, I don't I'm not I don't want to be medicated. I don't think it is in. I don't think it's inhibiting my uh, personal or work life in a, a negative way necessarily. But it's more. When you have a kid and you start to notice behavioral changes in your child, it's like, well, if I only start behaving in a certain way. It's probably good that I have an understanding of my own neurodiversity so that if she needs help or if I need to be more sympathetic to what she's going through or what she's experiencing, then I'll be able to. But part of me was like, yeah, it would be a bad idea for me to, uh, uh, for this show, <laughs> for me to suddenly be able to keep focus and get to the point and, and finish a story. Like, I mean, maybe we it would. did maybe a show it, called The Forgotten ma- Project last year, a series of shows in which we promised to get to the end of stories that we'd started or things that we'd delved into. Not only, Will, did we not get to the bottom of them, we asked new questions that we didn't get to the bottom of. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like us. So here's what I would say, though. Maybe yeah. it would be a bold new direction. Maybe this would be something that elevates us to that next level. Like I feel like in any partnership, right. you Maybe need we become somebody the who's planet now because we're focused. We stay, right. we stay on ta- on topic. Yeah, I mean, like the thing about like, for example, Andy Lee in particular is that like in that partnership, they're both very funny people. But Andy had like you know a real drive and a business sense and the idea of like what it could be made into. Like we've never had that. <laughs> I mean, but uh, we've had other people come along and they've yeah. sort of shrugged their shoulders as well. Uh, so they, like, they've come in and gone, I don't, I don't know what I can do with this, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the real estate agent is like, we'll sell this in a yeah. month. Don't worry about it. This yeah, thing exactly. is golden. And after they're gone, well, it turns out people don't want what you're selling. No, it turns out, like, have you ever thought about knocking it down and starting again from scratch? <laughs> What is Toddy doing behind you? For people on the Patreon, they'll be able to see this. Toddy's doing a little cameo there. She give you a back rub? She is like, well, I have not done anything like this, of course, for you know, for weeks and months. So she is finding the idea that I'm sitting out here, like not able talking to engage with her, box. talking into a magic box. <laughs> She's very suspicious about that sort of thing. Very anti-5G. She was just checking. <laughs> Since she has been living up in this part of the world, she just she's like, are you using 5G to do your podcast? Because that reception actually seems quite crisp. Um, now, Will, on the topic of uh, forgetting to finish stories, um, when we were doing um, The Forgotten Project, we checked out Elias, our, our, our good Norwegian friend Elias's, his brother's video of the human slingshot. Yes. And I'm not sure if you remember, but previously- I remember. Top, uh, this has been haunting my <laughs> nightmares. The mystery behind this slingshot and the, the secret organization behind it is something that I have needed to have the answer to the questions that I've had in my head. Well, this is like, I mean, I'm not sure if you've been watching like White Lotus, but this is a mystery that unfolds in, in fascinating fashion because we've had two bits of correspondence about Torp, two different perspectives in a Rashomon style yes. uh, bit of storytelling, two different perspectives on what Torp is. 
um, from both Elias and, and another listener. Um, but I thought we'd give Elias the first right of reply, considering it's his brother and his brother's company. Yes, exactly. Um, and it's, this, is, this is just rich with information and new revelations, Will. So uh, Elias says, uh, thank you for covering my brother's water slide. So Sven Torp is my brother. My full name is Elias Vist, Vistven Torp. So he's a Torp himself, yeah, not right. not the longest kick in Aussie rules football, like <laughs> the Norwegian <laughs> version of Torp. Although I'm sure we touched on it last time, it would be great <laughs> if he, there was an AFL footballer called Torp. I mean, it would be amazing. It's like having a basketballer called Dunk. Right. <laughs> Uh, Dunkachinos. Um, okay. All right. So uh, I've cut out the torp uh, for a more catchy name for my music and stuff. Do you think? I think keep the torp in is catchy. You should just call yourself I mean, the torp. It's catchy in Australia because it has an association with the game. But is the word torp by its very like nature like is, is it common in, Nor- I call in it Norway? Norway. In Norway. <laughs> In the in the independent republic of Norwegia, Norwegian. Can, can, can I ask, is Torp a common name, do you think, or do you think it's a distinctive name? Let me look it up. Um, how common, so what I say, how common is Torp name in Norwegia? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, mostly Norwegian, yes. Um, there's a guy called Alf Torp. Um, it's a habitational name, habitational name from the many of several farms or places called, or, or called Torp from the old Norse word Torp, T-H-O-R-P, meaning farm, which is appropriate that the guys who build a giant water slide and slingshot on a farm, that their surname is, farm. is Torp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like Bookman in Seinfeld. Right. Oh, mate, like I'm from a farm. I wonder if, like, if Will Farm, would I have gone better or worse in my career if my name was Will Farm? If this was, like, Welcome to Tofu, like. That's a great hip-hop, that's a hip-hop name. That's, like, Will I Am, Will Farm. Will Farm. Will, I will farm. Have horse, Will Farm. <laughs> <laughs> that's my rapping partner, Have Horse. <laughs> have Horse and I'm Will Farm. Like, it works well when we're together. It's a bit weird when we're. Although you were from a dairy farm, so it's more yeah. has cows will farm, right? Well, or has I mean, cow will farm. Can you? One cow does not make a farm. I'm pretty sure. I know, but we had more than one cow. We weren't That's running what I mean. some so your has, cows, has, has cows, cows will farm. Will farm. Okay. So yeah. So to your 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 taboo to your will I am is yeah. is has cows. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, my hype man has cows, and I'm will farm. <laughs> Okay. Um, I promise my family is not a cult of any sort, but they are absolutely nuts. So if you remember, Will, um, uh, when they were designing the slingshot, it was about pushing like uh, human abilities to their ultimate limit. There was kind of like a a psychological and physical aspect and engineering aspect, it seemed. People can listen to people can listen slingshot. to the episode, but the, the the website and everything associated with it, it had this sense of, you know, we're doing this to push the limits of what human beings can do. If we can do something like this, you can do whatever it is that you want to do in your life. But then there seemed to be a program behind this that like 
then then we started talking about cults because anytime yeah. something well, seems too good to be true, I believe it's a cult. <laughs> well, I believe the term they used, which sounded kind of cultish, sounded almost like Scientology is was they talk about how to upgrade your yeah. life, which is a very like you know, well it's, it's like a, it's kind of tech bro startup language, but it also does sound like cult. Yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> even know, when like they upgrade, even levels. when they upgrade me on an airplane, I'm like, am I joining a cult? I just need to ask, <laughs> am I joining a cult? Okay. So Elias says, my brother started his business as a massage place. Yep. Yep. Okay. I'm sure it's legit. Like Scandinavia, right? Um, like you get, say in Australia, you mm-hmm. go to, hey, I'm going to a massage parlor. People will look at you a bit strange, right? Or is massage parlor entirely mean like brothel? Massage parlor means, Can a massage yeah. parlor actually in Australia- I, I don't believe that places that you go to get a legitimate massage, massage in Australia call themselves <laughs> massage parlors. So why does the word I believe that massage parlors, yes, is a euphemism for a sex work I understand it's a, a euphemism, but like, so, but why? What What is a parlor? What technically, what is a parlor? How does it, like if I say I'm going to a massage, I mean, what do you call it? Massage, like a massage center? <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a, a massage um, that, place? I'm going to get a – That's a good point, actually. Like yeah. you do kind of say I'm going for a massage rather than go, I'm going to the massage shed or the massage hut or whatever. <laughs> that sounds worse than massage parlour. That sounds like, yeah, my uncle used to – you know, when he started my uncle, yeah. we all used to go to the massage shed. The what? Yeah, yeah didn't everyone have a massage shed growing up and they'd stay with their uncle? Yeah, you go out the back, you lock the door of the massage shed. <laughs> <laughs> give each other massages. This is normal, right? But I'm assuming in Scandinavia, like, there's no – because massage is so big and it's particularly – I know yeah. this is offensive to, to, to Normans. You're going to say Swedish, like Swedish, Swedish massage, massage yeah. right? Yeah, they ate the well, Swedish. Maybe, they, maybe it's the opposite. So maybe in Norway there's no massage because it's such like a Swedish thing. Like the Swedish have got Swedish massage, whereas Norwegians are like, mate, we don't even need to get massaged. You know what Swedes are? <laughs> Soft. Oh, yo, your muscles hurt, do they? Well, ours don't. Yeah, yeah, we're tough as wood. We're Norwegian wood. Yeah, building slingshots and bloody giant water slides, mate. And then they've taken mushrooms and dance parties afterwards. Okay. So my brother started his business as a massage place and it became quite successful. Sven and my older brothers have always really been into extreme stuff. Now, I imagine when he says extreme stuff, he's talking about like snowboarding, Hang gliding, skydiving, not like stuff you'd find on the dark web. I'm hoping it's not stuff you'd find on the dark web. Or, or maybe it's the uh, band extreme. Like maybe you love the ballad more than words. <laughs> Pornography. <laughs> yeah, just that album, Pornography, is uh, very underrated. <laughs> so when Sven had some money to burn, he started making these crazy contraptions. Okay, okay. so I love this. This yeah. is He's like- He's made some massage classic. money. This is what He's got some sweet- Sweet yeah. Norwegian massage money, and he's decided to spend it on, on on something fun. I love this though. I don't know how much money, and I'm not going to speculate. Sven's made, but this is what like billionaires do, right? This is like Elon Musk, Richard Branson. They make money. It's like okay, now I'm going to just like invest in a giant slingshot, giant <laughs> human slingshot. I mean, this seems this like this seems X. much more practical than what Elon Musk is doing with Twitter. I feel like if Elon yeah, exactly. Musk should have just like made a big slingshot, 
and tried to like maybe if Elon Musk like combined his two interests and he said I'm going to slingshot a Tesla into space, that's what he should be doing. That's yes. what we want to see from Elon. Yes. Musk. And then that would be, I mean, you know how you could sell that too, and Elon doesn't have to pay for it. You go to Universal Studios, you say, hey, Fast and Furious 12, or whatever they're up to now, why don't we slingshot a Tesla into outer space? Yes. You guys pay for it. I'll provide Vin the Diesel, Tesla. Vin Diesel in a Tesla, <laughs> get, drinking a Corona, get gets into slingshot space. into space. It's all about family. <laughs> <laughs> he flies off through the lower atmosphere. Okay. Um, Elias says, I'm not really sure about the entire upgrade thing. I think it's just a combination of the massage and a plan for achieving goals you've visualized, but I don't know, to be honest. I That's definitely what it, not what it is, Elias. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not like who is advertising or paying for a combination with some visualizations? I mean, look – Elias is his brother. You got you got to give yeah. Elias plausible deniability in this situation, right? Like <laughs> I don't know what the upgrade. I don't thing know is. what he does. Like I know he gives a good massage and he makes an awesome slingshot and occasionally he asks you to upgrade something for nine thousand dollars. <laughs> um, I don't know what it is to be honest, but a lot of professional Norwegian and interna- international athletes seem to think it works somehow. Okay. So that makes a bit more sense. So like that, if it's, yes. you know, the AIS or something like that, you're getting Olympians together, you're going to you're gonna push, you know, into the edges of like psychological advantage. And so the massage thing is actually makes more sense because, okay, so, you know, you're working with a bunch of, I don't know, track and field athletes and stuff. Yeah, After this massage, is, I mean, go into the- this sounds like it could be perfectly legitimate in that sphere. You always hear in professional sport about these, you know, particular gurus, whether it be like some, you know, tennis tennis academy that you, you send your kids to, to kind of, and they have all these sort of things around like visualization and- They have lifelong know, problems. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> send your kids to a tennis academy to, to lo- have a te- fractured relationship with their terrible, father? Terrible, terrible parents. <laughs> terrible. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so he says a lot of pro and international athletes seem to think it works. Um, I have a lot of crazy stories about the farm and my brothers and my father. So if you guys want, I will gladly tell you more, explain anything you want. Yes, Elias, yes, we want all the stories. In fact, I, would, I mean, we could make a whole series of Elias stories, I think. So, yeah, yeah whatever. The, so the Elias tapes, the talk tapes. Yes. All right. So far, we've got the biggest horse in all of Norway. We've got the giant water slide. We've got um, the slingshot uh, slash torp. What else you got for us, mate? Tell us the fu- tell us the crazy shit your brothers and your dad have done on that farm where there are giant horses, giant water slides, and giants. Everything's big and noy. That's what I'm starting to realise. <laughs> <laughs> is there a chance that Elias is a giant and is from a family of giants? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now, this is the best bit, Will. He signs off by uh, saying, if you guys are really serious and you want to come here for the summer, you'll be very welcome. Now, that to me, like, if there was any incentive to contribute to our Patreon, 
Like maybe I'll just put that in as a tier, like get Will and Charlie two business class return tickets to Norway so we can go out once. We'll film everything. It'll be content. We're not just asking for a free holiday. We'll be working while we're over there. Yeah. And would you, know, you do that? And well, you know what the great news is too? The most popular podcasts what? in the world are all true crime podcasts about unsolved murders and people will be able to follow how we were murdered. <laughs> how you and I went missing <laughs> midsummer style. How we got sacrificed to some pagan god in a giant wicker basket. <laughs> how we got downgraded. At a particular <laughs> festival they were having, <laughs> crushed under a, the world's biggest Jenga. <laughs> it's just Jenga blocks made from dead humans. <laughs> just calcified dead humans. Elias um, and they're his running family, out of blocks. So Elias and his family <laughs> just around in a circle chuckling as they pull dead humans out of a giant corpse <laughs> Jenga block. Jenga tower. <laughs> Uh, but seriously, like if we could, if mm. if this if this was like a let's say it's a, a week, you and I fly to Norway for a week to get shown around the farm, and like there's some big event, like they're building, I don't know, like the world's largest trampoline. A thousand people are going to come to the farm and all double bounce one guy, four hundred feet into the air. Like that's the event. I would you go? Like if it was all paid for. We go, we just go over for a week, we shoot it, we come back, we got like footage, content, maybe do a special series. I mean, look, I'd like to go. That all sounds like a lot of work. And I feel like once we're there, we'll just want to have fun. So, yeah, but we don't have to pay for the flights. I'm saying the listeners can pay for the flights and we'll give them the content. That's how it should work. Yeah, the content could just be us talking about it when we get back. If we get back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which you're making me increasingly doubt. Um, now, I said I had two bits of correspondence yes. and uh, I, right. I, I am telling the truth. And so this is another perspective um, from Ashley, who uh, lives over there, who's been in touch before. Ashley's Australian. He says, hey, guys, I'm your other Norwegian-based listener. I thought I could offer some background info on Torp. Their basic business, once you strip away all the twiz. <laughs> What's a twiz? I don't know, but you got to strip it away. Is that a Norwegian term for <laughs> the twiz? The twiz. Um, once you strip away all the twiz, is it sports psychology? They are good at what they do, and their client list, whilst mostly Norwegian, is pretty high level, with several successful Olympians on their books. I'm an old fart, and I don't fully buy into this stuff they are selling. <laughs> so you're the H six, the Zoom H six of uh, Tofot listeners. <laughs> Uh, but it's hard to argue with the success. And St Kilda could do a lot worse than taking a 23-hour oh. round trip to Norway oh. to be shot from a slingshot into an icy Okay, now lake. we've yeah, got well. an idea. We take the St Kilda Football Club over. Like this is like what a great like off-season. We've got to pitch this to Ross Lyon. Yeah. I know we're crossing yes. the streams of our other podcast. But Let's do it. We have got to pitch to Ross Lyon the idea that he's got to take the St Kilda Football Club over to Norway as like a team bonding like thing, and that's and we go over to document it. That's a great idea, and yeah, as long as we don't have to pay for it. I don't know if you've noticed, Will, but my, yeah, my your main thing is as long as we don't have to pay for it. As long as we don't have to pay for it, I'm down. No, I think that's a great idea. But do you think that, like, if they do this, you know, this is their business. We're internet friends with Elias. How do you think he's going to go saying to his brother Sven, "Hey"? Is it cool if, like, you do your job for free for these, like, 43 young men from a football team we've never heard of? 
I mean, you're right. If we if we're not willing to pay for our own flights, it's hard to ask that favour of them in return. <laughs> so I think that's fair. Uh, now you might what, remember what is Will, the best time in of the, the video, year to go to Norway? Um, like is Norway Norway is like the opposite to us when it comes to seasons? Is that what's going on? So is yeah, it like Northern it, Hemisphere? So yeah. So because like this all seems like weather, summer stuff, right? Norwegia. Yeah. Best weather, Norway. Yeah. What What's the best time of the year to go to Norway? June, July, and August. Fantastic. Yeah. We'll, we have a mid year break. In fact, the Saints have a mid year. Every team gets a bye. So, you know what? We you all go. We you know what I love together. the most is like I my my television program is on at that time of the year, and I, I love the idea that I would go and ask them for a week off and then have to explain. <laughs> Explain. I'm going to Norway. I'm get shot out Firstly, of a giant slingshot. I'm going to Norway to get shot out of a giant slingshot. Well, is it like because when I had Sammy P on Fofop a little while back, we we're talking about five, and he was quite enthusiastic about our Is JOK documentary where you and I go to Wales and try and track down Jay from five, and he was saying like I genuinely would watch that. I think it's a good idea. So. Are we kind of just slowly putting together like a documentary slate? Like, are we treading on Alex and Cameron James's like Alexi and Cameron James's uh, territory with like sort of pop culture journalism? No, because ours could never be accused of being journalism. And look, to be honest, only the is JOK aspect feels like journalism of any kind, right? Whereas this feels like us just going, here's someone who we were impressed had a big horse, and now it's <laughs> developed into something that we never expected. So that's our pitch to the Screen Australia for the documentary funding is, look, this dude has a horse. Apparently it's uh, massive. The biggest horse in all of Norway, mate. And you know how the horse got that big? It upgraded. It did a little more <laughs> every day. Every day, Torpa go out there and give it some like you know you're going to be a big horse. A couple of mantras. I can say. see, I can see you and I like uh, yeah, like Will Ferrell and John C. Riley and Step Brothers in our tuxedos standing in front of the board at Screen Australia <laughs> doing a, a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> with a photo of a player kicking a torpedo. Torp. Torp. Not that kind of torp, but a torp. Torp. It's Norwegian for farm. So, <laughs> so give us your money. The end. Give us your money, fuckheads. The end. We walk out high-fiving. Uh, you'll also remember, Will, from the uh, the video, there was signage everywhere. Mm. For a company called Bula, B-U-L-A. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And we were like, what's that? Is that yeah. like Norwegian Coke? <laughs> I don't know if we said that. I mean, it felt like an energy drink or something like that, Bula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bula are a clothing and thermal underwear brand oh, okay. here aimed at 18 to 40-year-olds. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they sponsor anything that's vaguely cool that Red Bull would pass on. So I think okay. we'll, we'll bang on the we're money in with the that zone. kind of yeah. in the zone, monster energy drink. Um, are any of these folks asking, uh, are any of these folks waiting for the rapture or are they Hillsong adjacent? So that was our other question. Oh, yes. Are they Christian? Yes. It had a, yeah. it had a vaguely Christian yeah. stink about it, didn't it? <laughs> um, no, man, just beer, beer, snus and shrooms for these folks. Like they've done for the last 2000 years. Okay. I'm back, uh, I'm back again. Work. <laughs> <laughs> You've talked me into it a lot. <laughs> uh, that's not Elias. That's Ashley. That's oh, that's Ashley. That's right. Yeah, great. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So he says, P.S., if you do come, just don't mention the whaling industry or allowing wolves to cross the border from Sweden. Yes, this is a thing that will trigger a shouting match if you get bored with friendly multilingual Norwegians and their perfect teeth. Um, so uh, he's given a link too. So he said they, they don't, they're not Christian. It's just beer, snus, and shrooms. Are you aware of what snus is? I mean, is, it, is it some version of snuff? Like I imagined it was some like, yes. you know, yeah. Yes. Yeah, snuff. It's a uh, it's a tobacco product originating in a dry snuff in, in early 18th century Sweden. So look at these Norwegians. Their sworn enemies invented this snuff and they can't get enough of it. Yeah. That's why they're so bitter, Will. <laughs> they created a nation of addicts. So it's basically sniffing nicotine. Oh, I, can, I understand. I reckon that'd be good. <laughs> have, you, have you ever tried snuff? No, have you? Yeah. I, 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 I filmed snuff. It went terribly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as, not as funny as you think it's going to be. Yeah, that's how they get us over there. Yeah, you got to try this snuff that we're into. We're like, oh, yeah, the nicotine that you snort? And they're like, no, no, it's not the nicotine that you snort. <laughs> what are these cameras doing here? What are these bloody handprints on the wall in this, here, in this room with one mattress? Why does it say Bulla on the wall? I don't understand what the association is. Toddy. Um, oi, Tony. Um, I've never snorted snuff. Is that what that uh, back to oh. AFL players? Is that what Jack Watts was filmed sniffing at Oktoberfest or something? It was a snuff. version of that. Like, I mean, I believe yeah. they're sort of regional versions of of snuff, right? Like, it, they're all something that you snort up your nose that gives you a temporary, you know, buzz, like that goes away very quickly. At the snow, it used to be quite a common thing. So if you would go to the snow, you would go to like these ski lodges that like were, you know, like German themed or whatever that like it was very traditional at the end of the meal to like try some like you know, some whatever their version of snuff was. And Isn't fucking nicotine is so smart, isn't it? The way – they just exist legally when literally everything you do with nicotine is everything apart from injecting it, but I'm pretty sure you can probably do that as well. Like it's, it, it's like every other, like, you know, uh, illegal drug. <laughs> they can't do what nicotine gets to do. Nicotine, you can inhale it, you can snort it. Yeah. You can tape and, it. and they'll let you like publicly. They'll like, let you. It's I mean, fine. It's legal. 25 years ago, they let you do it in restaurants, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> on airplanes. <laughs> Now, Will, we've got a backlog of uh, a correspondence, so we're going to be recording another one straight after this. Back-to-back episodes for us, mm. two episodes in a row for you guys. I thought it would give us a good chance to maybe get up to speed on um, on, on all the people who've been in touch with us. Now, you said you heard um, that uh, the chat I had with James Clement. So you heard our discussion about the Liver King, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> that we were calling out the Liver King like a week before he got exposed. Um so we had someone write in and say, uh, hey, well done, Charlie. Congratulations. Hey, you for, know human like, for people, when you see for, it. For people who don't know who the Liver King is, though, because I'm not sure that's a reference that everybody who's listening will really immediately understand. No, I think it's a very niche area. So here's what I would say about the Liver King is okay. I, I don't want this year to be a year of me saying this sentence, but seeing I'm not on social media anymore – um, I've been amazed at things that you suddenly – the only reason I'm really familiar with Liver King is from the social media world. And being off social media, I just would not have 
seen that story or understood what that story was. So give people a little recap of who the Liver King is. Well, the Liver King, it was an Instagram influencer who had an incredible rise to popularity. He was the uh, milkshake duck, <laughs> I guess, of, uh, of 2022 in the sense that I, I, no one had heard of him a year ago. But I had personal experience of like, who's this dude in my feed? And me and um, uh, uh, our mate Scott, we were texting each other back and forth like clips from Liver King because it was so outrageous. But he's basically just a fitness influencer who professed an all-meat lifestyle. He looked like a barbarian, big beard, and he's always eating like testicles and organ, animal organs Raw. and all that kind of shit. Raw. Yeah. Raw. And so it exploded. But like anyone who has like any idea of – bodybuilding, whatever, looked at him and goes, that dude is clearly on roids. Like it was a biz- – it wasn't 100%. just a ripped physique. It, it was a bizarre – It was physique. a guy on – like, I mean – Cartoonish. It was one of those things where you're like, either there are two things that are going on with this. And I'm not a person who even knows that world, but the first time I saw him, when they discovered that he wasn't entirely, you know, using uh, just Maddie. liver for this, um, you know, body that he had, I – I was like, yeah, how is that even a story? Like, how was there ever any doubt that that was what he was doing? Because, like, firstly, no one in the history of anything has ever had a body that looks like that. Like, it's not a real <laughs> body. Like, you, if yeah. people ate, like, raw meat in the old days and they did not look like that, that's not, like, what would happen even if what you were doing was actually true. Secondly, why do you want to look like that? Like that was the yeah. other thing. I was like, as he's sitting there with his bucket of testicles, like gnawing on him in his video, going, "You could look like me if you eat some raw testicles out of a bucket." And I'm like, well, firstly, I don't want to eat raw testicles out of a bucket, and secondly, I don't want to look like you. Well, the Liver King's. Uh, he, so his downfall was the fact that he denied ever using steroids. He's yeah. asked multiple times on multiple shows, and uh, the most obvious thing in the world, he kept denying, denying, denying. And so it was just yeah. A matter people of would time be like, "Hey, you look. Re- you really, you really look like you're on steroids." Um, are you on steroids? Yeah. And he'd be like, no, what makes you think that? And everyone's like, because you look exactly <laughs> like you're on steroids. So like, I will ask you one more time, are you on steroids? Well, you know the weirdest thing about him, which I didn't realize until pretty much this was all over, but I was reading some article about him and they're saying how he's only five foot seven, which is <laughs> incredibly petite. Like that's kind of Tom Cruise size. And so those muscles are even more bizarre. Like if you saw, it would look like a tiny little condom crammed with walnuts walking down the street towards you if you saw him. I mean, you don't impress me much. I don't want to be all Shania Twain on your ass, Liver King, but like you're five foot seven. And like you got a bucket of fucking nuts, like a bucket of raw nuts that you're chewing on. Like, come on. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he he was exposed, and so he did the big um, tearful apology and blah 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 blah. But the interesting thing that came out of it was then there was this wider discussion around um, male body image and Hollywood physiques, and you know I started listening to a lot of different kind of. Um, podcasters and stuff talk fitness podcasters talking about hey look once you're over 35 if you're a guy it's very hard to put on mass like your body stops producing testosterone like you could eat you know as many roast chickens and vegetables in a day and you're not going to look like what 90% of hollywood that superhero physique is just it's not natural and why is this there is this kind of like you know no one's willing to kind of admit it even though it's not illegal to take steroids unless you're in a competitive sport like there's no reason why, you know, uh, The Rock couldn't come out and say, yeah, like, I use steroids. We'd all say, yeah, obviously, because you look better now than you did when you were a professional 
wrestler in your 20s. Like, it's insane. But one of the interesting things that one guy said was he heard The Rock doing an interview where he wasn't asked directly, do you use steroids? But he was asked, what is your fitness regime or what are your fitness goals? And The Rock was like, now I'm all about longevity. And the guy in the pod said, which is such a bizarre answer to hear from someone who's taking like, you know, a cocktail of steroids and HGH, they shorten your life. You know, that's the great risk when you take steroids is it makes things grow, but it makes things like cancers grow and tumors and other terrible things. So it really is risky when you take it. And I was like, oh yeah, I've never really thought about that. But like, it's, there's an irony or there's something happening that the rock who is sort of the sort of peak of physical excellence in, you know, popular culture is dying at a rapid rate. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but then I was thinking, but, you know, Arnie's still around and Sly's still around and, and they they have admitted to, like, juicing and clearly Sly is still juicing. I don't think – I think Arnie's let it go, but I think Sly's still juicing and they're still around. So maybe The Rock will be in that elite percentage of, you know, steroid users who doesn't have a heart attack at the age of, you know, 55. Yeah, well, he's fighting two things from his past, isn't he? Like, I mean, professional wrestlers don't have a great track record of growing old gracefully. And also then yeah. you've got the – I mean, sometimes it's a growing combination old. of the two. Full stop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it did make me think, like, I remember when I was training for that men's health shoot and, you know, the way that you have to prep for that photo shoot, like – like you are literally tapering your diet and your exercise to a point that your you know skin tightens and your muscles bulge and you look incredibly shredded. But it is the most unnatural, unhealthy state of being. Like you can only do it for about eight hours because then your body needs to take fluids back in and you've got to eat normally again. It's, it's just the irony of like, yeah, we've accepted that this is a health. But then, you know, like 50 years ago, like Robert Mitchum takes off his shirt, big boobs, you know, he's got a gun. <laughs> like, and that was considered like the peak of like masculinity. I am disturbed, particularly because it's summer and, you know, living in a place where there's a beach, you see a lot of people who just aren't wearing a lot of clothes. And the thing that disturbs me are buff, like 14 and 15 year old like kids. You know, like, I, yeah, I don't mean weird. fit, I mean. Six pack gym kids. gym body type kids where you're just like I don't know is that good is it okay that you're like I, 15 and you have like an I remember adult's at body? high school there were dudes who were naturally cut like they just yeah. had like muscles and you know they were athletic and stuff but a I don't remember anyone really going to the gym as a teenager but b like I, I'm pretty sure that like n- no one had a body like that but you're right we live in an era where like kids and grandparents are ripped. Right. <laughs> it's fucking bizarre. <laughs> it's so strange. Like when you see a really old dude and he's got the, that that spotty brown skin, yeah. you know, and gray hair and stuff, but he's yeah. jacked and you're like, what's going on here? <laughs> Having said that, I've actually thought maybe it's time for me to take like some kind of steroids or thing. Not necessarily inject steroids, but um, testosterone supplements or something like that because I am getting tired. <laughs> A lot. So and like so you're not going to take worse. The order you're not going to take Ritalin for your ADHD, but you're happy to get on the roids. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I said not that. steroids. I said testosterone supplements. <laughs> well, I mean the dire- the podcast might go in a completely different direction. In that case, th- then we do go into <laughs> that. <Certainly> I skip <laughs> men's health. I just turned to fuck. 
<laughs> Joe Rogan experiences. And all, all I want to talk about is MMA and hunting. hunting. <laughs> like, what have you been up to this way, Charlie? Hunting. Hunting my own food and eating a bucket of testicles. I wonder, like, I don't know how they measure testosterone, but I, I would be interested to know if, like, I have regular t- testosterone levels for a man of my age or whether I'm under. Because I feel like I'm, I'm probably unders. <laughs> oh, man. What I yeah I guess I mean I would be for sure I imagine like but I, mean, I, what do you, I don't know like how does it manifest itself what are the signs that you have a high level of testosterone like what's I don't I'm know gonna, okay like, like high what, what what do I do symptoms of high level of testosterone symptoms? um indication yeah, yeah indicators yeah. high level high level testosterone indicators okay. like is it your balls your balls have something to do with it you sun them or something right to to increase testosterone. <laughs> That's what Tucker Carlson was – his documentary was all about, Tanya Balls, I'm pretty sure. Was it really? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, here we go. Men with high testosterone can uh, – okay. Testosterone tes- – testosterone, I can't even say it. This is the primary hormone behind <laughs> – That's how low in testosterone <laughs> you are. You can't uh, literally First test in our testosterone <laughs> – oh, how can you uh. – can you say testosterone? This is bullshit. Test- testosterone. testosterone. The first test in our testosterone test. Yes. The first. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Uh, this is going to be such a challenge for me. Testosterone is the primary hormone behind muscle building, fat burning, libido, yeah, baby. and even strongly affects mood and energy. The testicles, yes. Dr. Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> Are the main source of <laughs> this is what I'm going to be like after I take my supplements. Fuck yeah! <laughs> the, test, the testicles are the main source of testosterone. I mean, I guess it's in the name, right? Um, yeah, production test- in men. Testosterone. Yeah. Uh, while the ovaries are in charge of producing this sex hormone in women. Okay, so your testosterone comes from your ovaries if you're a woman. Um, in general. Men begin to experience an increase in testosterone production during puberty, with testosterone levels gradually declining starting at about age 30. When natural testosterone levels begin to lower, both men and women can experience a number of different symptoms. Now, I don't want like signs of low testosterone. I want like signs of high testosterone. Too much testosterone. Yeah, high testosterone causes. Excess testosterone in men can result from testicular or adrenal tumors. Oh, okay. So yeah. you don't want high testosterone. <laughs> no. Um, even if these tumors are benign, they can still boost testosterone levels. Oh, so what you need is some benign tumors in your balls, and that'll get your testosterone right up. So I wonder if that relates to steroids. Like, you know, that you, your nuts are meant to shrink if you take steroids like i wonder if like it squeezes the steroids squeeze out all the testosterone from your balls <laughs> end up smaller is that how it works uh, like a shrinky dink you put in the oven um <laughs> they can still boost testosterone levels unhealthy levels as can steroid use or abuse so there you go um it'll also if raising your testosterone will raise your bad cholesterol levels and can lead to heart health issues. There you go. Potentially resulting in heart attack, cardiovascular disease, or stroke. Uh, risk of sleep apnea and infertility is also heightened if you have high testosterone levels. So you can be infertile if you have high testosterone too. Yeah, right. Uh. Does it say anything about – because the weird thing about the liver king 
and you know his whole philosophy about eating organs is uh-huh. like they're rich in nutrients and yeah. you know like um, balls is and it's like is that scientifically accurate no. that you eat the balls no. from another animal that not you how it works. absorb their powers? No. It seems like fucking not, not how like it, witchcraft. It's not it's how like, it works. It's not how it's ever worked. A, a, no, it's like a virgin. Like you know, you consume the, the yeah. virgin's body, you absorb their innocence. I or mean, something, if or that was the that. case, if you were doing leg day at the gym, you'd only have chicken drumsticks. Like it doesn't work yeah. like that. <laughs> it really, yeah, I want to run fast. I'm going to eat the legs of a cheetah. <laughs> Imagine that's how you got the power. It's just like I need to climb walls. Yeah. Going to eat a spider. Yeah. In fact, after my trip to Cambodia, I should have been able to shoot web out of my ass. Exactly. In fact, after I ate that spider, I had shot something out of my ass. <laughs> it was not web. <laughs> um, all right, let's finish on this okay. last uh, bit of correspondence from Oliver. So, are you across uh, chat the, the, the chat bot, the chat GBT, whatever it's called? Some sort of AI that can replicate, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, it, it, it basically, uh, uh, oh, look, I don't know. You, you input information about that person, it scans the internet, and so it could probably do a stand-up routine like Will Anderson based on stuff of yours that's online. Oh, or- man, it'd be a quick anyway. way. I guess it'd be a quick way for me to write this year's show. Yeah. <laughs> do you write- I mean, that's got to be someone's got to be doing that right now, right? There's got to be someone going, I'm going to do my entire festival show created by AI. I mean, I guess and if you had enough stuff out there, because that's what it's doing, right? It's taking stuff that you previously said so that it can kind of feed it into this algorithm and make a stand-up comedy routine. So you'd need to have a lot of pre-existing material for it to work on. I wonder, I wonder right. if it could do that. Well, um, we did have someone contact us on Patreon and they did put in, do you want to hear it? Yeah. It's a, it's a Will Anderson routine that's oh. created by AI. Okay. All right. Well, let's just pull, put a pin in this one. Um, we'll get back to you, Oliver, maybe uh, in the next episode. And we'll go. I was just reading this before we jumped online. Okay. This is from Aaron. This is normally one of our, uh, we, we normally save these Patreon messages for our bonus episodes, but you know, it's the first episode back, so everyone gets to hear this. This is from Aaron. Uh, Hi, Will and Charlie. I'm a couple of months behind in the episodes and I've just started to hear about the Top Gun saga. I'm sure Charlie won't get any backlash for his views on <laughs> Absolutely incorrect. Everyone fucking hates me and tells me I'm wrong. Apparently Top Gun is the greatest movie ever made and I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, anyway, there is no doubt uh, there's no doubt you both have both heard about ChatGPT. Sorry, you have no doubt both heard about ChatGPT, the AI that can give the answer about almost anything. If you haven't tried it out yet, I asked it to tell me a joke as if I was Will Anderson, and here it is. Hey, now do you want me to drop this in the message window so you can do the routine, or is it easy for me to read? No, um, no, it's easier for you to read it. You give it okay. a go. I think that's this is more fun. Okay, all right, <clears throat> all right. I'll do it with the cadence of of telling a joke. You know what they say, give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Teach a man a fish, teach a man to fish and you fish and feed him for a lifetime. But you know what they don't say? They don't say, give a man a fishing rod and he'll just sit around the house watching fishing videos on YouTube and talking about how he's going to catch a big one and never actually going fishing. Hey? Hey? What's your name? What do you do? I mean, it doesn't really feel like one of my bits. <laughs> I was hoping it would actually be. I don't know if I would have been Sad if it was. That's not, I'm not done yet, by the way. I'm, I'm not. Oh. I'm not done yet. You've got your big finish. Okay. That's not a shame, by the way, but it should be because that's exactly what men do. We talk a big game, but we never actually do anything. We're like politicians in that way. 
fuck. Now that sounds like Will Anderson. <laughs> He's really <laughs> take that political elite. Really showed those clowns in Congress. <laughs> what a bunch of clowns. <laughs> I was about to say that it didn't sound anything like me because I don't do difference between men and women stuff. I don't think I've ever talked about fishing when it's come to my comedy. But then just that twist at the end where it said, like politicians, I was like, oh, actually, that does sound a bit like me. <laughs> it does know yeah. me. I don't, so what is it? I don't understand. Give a man a fishing rod. He'll sit around the house watching fishing videos on YouTube and talking about he's going to catch the big one, but never actually going fishing. I wonder what it drew, like, what have you said or what has it pulled from the internet that possibly makes you think that you have any kind of, I mean, the YouTube thing I can kind of understand. Like you have talked about social media a lot lately and then you know, there's maybe interviews and stuff mm. like that. But the – All right. The put it, put video, it in the chat window. I'm going to – I'll punch this up and see what is what we can make work here. So put it in – yeah, I'll look in the chat and I'll um, have a look. I mean, so this is a good time for me to plug my new shows. Uh, my new show is called Illuminate. Um, I will be debuting it at the Adelaide Fringe. I don't know what it's about yet. I'm in the process of working that out at the moment. Um, but maybe, you know, if I can make this fishing thing work, it'll be, you know, that'll be part of the show. I'm also doing my improvised shows, what you're talking about, Will, at the Sydney Comedy Store. And uh, I believe uh, there's still some, maybe some tickets in Newcastle. I'm not sure. At the Newcastle Comedy Club. Uh, I have a book. It is called I Am Not Fine, Thanks. And my Wological special is still available for free on ABC iView. Um, all right, here we go. <coughs> Are we, wait, wait, wait. If we're still in Plugtown, yep. um, let's also plug. Uh, so Two Guys, One Cup, we're doing a summer series, which is me chatting to famous uh, Australians about the clubs they support. Heaps of great guests. Uh, Georgie Parker is on the latest episode, and she is awesome. She's so funny. Uh, Broden Kelly uh, popped up on an episode. Adam Zwar, Ron Hussein, check it out. They'll be playing um, right up until the season begins. So if you're needing a footy fix, Two Guys, One Cup on the listener app. Our Patreon Thank you to everyone who supported us over the summer. I get worried every time I check in and get like a monthly statement that there's been a big drop off, but it hasn't. It stayed very steady. Um, I've sent out everyone's top tier rewards. So you've got autograph posters and fridge magnets coming your way. Thank you very much for that. Uh, and don't forget there's clips, highlights of the show go up on YouTube. Um, if you want to see the full videos, you can sign up to our Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. Um, that is me. Plug done. Go, Will. Uh, I'm Will Anderson. Thank you very much for coming to the show. It's uh, very nice to have you all here tonight. Um, Man, you know what they say. Give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. But you know what they don't say? <laughs> they don't say give a man a fishing rod and he'll just sit around the house watching fishing videos on YouTube and talking about how he's going to catch the big one but never actually going <laughs> fishing. That's not a saying, but it should be. Because that's exactly what men do. We talk a big game, but never actually do anything. We're like politicians in that way. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so weird? Is when I read it, the politicians <laughs> that way was the bit that sounded most like you. But when you read it, that's the bit that sounds most unlike yeah, you. That's my bit I'm cutting out in the. Oh, man. When you're. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, no, that doesn't sound anything like no, one of your routines at not. all. Um, 
Uh, well, suffice to say, there's not enough information online for the chatbot to do an impersonation of me. Uh, but if you want to hear more, Tofop, you can go to tofop.com to check out uh, back episodes, old episodes. Oh, <laughs> in the Chinese democracy of uh, the Tofop universe, a quantum cop, <laughs> James Fostak <laughs> actually sent me a completed first page of episode six, the fabled episode six, which has taken, I think, over a, maybe a year and a half. Yeah, so it's got to be a year um, and a half, I think. It's been so long and we've done so many drafts of the script that I've actually forgotten what it was about. So when he sent it to me, I was particularly disgusted by an image in it of like a cow with a giant penis sewed to it. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And I had to go back through old episodes of Quantum Cop, which you can find all of them on Patreon, by the way, patreon.com slash Tofop. And I remembered there was this, because we do a whole episode, there's an episode of uh, uh, Quantum Cop where he goes to the set of Milo and Otis and there was this story an urban legend that they um, they sewed a, a penis onto a cow to make it look like a boy. <laughs> so, I mean, it was a reason to be there. But the point being, it was gross and it was a giant dick. And I was like, Foz, you've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is Tofop for this week. Um, we'll be back again next week. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Anderson. Yeah.